0: Hello everyone. Hope you are all good. Welcome to Physio Lecture Podcast. So today I am going to discuss about the rotator cuff tendinopathy. Rotator cuff tendinopathy refers to the pain and weakness most commonly experienced with movements of shoulder external rotation and elevation, as a consequence of excessive load on rotator cuff tissues. The pathoetiology of rotator cuff tendinopathy is multifactorial and can be attributed to extrinsic and intrinsic mechanisms, as well as to the environmental factors. Rotator cuff tendinopathy is not a homogeneous entity because of the diverse nature of the factors involved and hence different treatment inventions are required, which take these specific mechanisms or factors into account. What is the clinically relevant anatomy? The rotator cuff is a common name for the group of four distinct muscles and their tendons that provide strength and stability during the motion of the shoulder. The muscles arise from the scapula and connect to the head of the humerus, forming a cuff at the glenohumeral joint. Cranial to the rotator cuff, there is a butsa that covers and protects the muscle tendons as they are in close contact to the surrounding bones. The rotator cuff muscles include supraspinatus, infraspinatus, teres minor and subscapularis. What is the prevalence? A prevalence of up to 30% of the population experience shoulder pain in their lives and up to 50% of population experiences at least one episode of shoulder pain annually. We can say that shoulder disorders are extremely common. of people with shoulder disorders report symptoms are still present after 3 years. Rotator cuff tendinopathy is seen as the most common type of shoulder pain as it is seen in about 30% of overall population. There is an increased incidence of the shoulder pain in the individuals who participate in the repetitive overhead activities including repetitive throwing sports like a baseball or a volleyball, occupations such as painting or a carpentry. Rotator cuff tendinopathy incidence also increases with age, which needs to be considered when we talk about the rotator cuff disorders. The following conditions can be grouped under the name term and the rotator cuff tendinopathy Tendinitis, tendinosis, paratendinosis or partial tears of the rotator cuff tendons What are the occupational risk factors? Risk factors include awkward postures, uh, static postures, uh, heavy work, direct load bearing, repetitive arm movements, working with hands movements with shoulder height, lack of rest, risk factor for tendinopathy adiposity metabolic disorders like uh, non-familial hypercholestremia diabetes muscle imbalance decreased flexibility overweight advancing age and certain sports what is the etiology the definitive cause for the rotator cuff endinopathy Remains uncertain but proposed mechanisms include intrinsic and extrinsic or a combined factors as in shown in the below. So, they include extrinsic factors are caused by the compression on the rotator cuff tendon on the bursal side of the tendon and thus enroaching up the subacromial space. This compression can be caused by the anatomical variants of the acromion, subacromial and the acromioclavicular joint. Alteration in the scapular or humeral kinematics, postural abnormalities, rotator cuff and the scapular muscle performance, defix decreased extensibility of the pectoralis minor or a posterior shoulder and overuse. There is also an unique extrinsic mechanism termed internal impingement where there is a compression of posterior articular surface of the tendons between the humeral head and the glenoid, which is not related to the subacromial space narrowing muscle. Narrowing. Muscle fatigue or a weakness could lead to the narrowing of the subacromial space and thus rehabilitation could address this. Intrinsic factors that contribute to the rotator cuff tendon degradation with tensile or a shear overload or alterations in the biology mechanical properties, morphology and vascularity. So, the intrinsic factors have an influence on the morphology and performance of the tendon. Age, genetics and poor biomechanics, overuse and trauma are also considered intrinsic factors with an increase in overload and tendon seen as most important what are the cl- characteristics or a clinical presentation the symptoms are a characteristics of a characteristics of a shoulder rotator cuff tendinopathy are plain in the area of four rotator cuff tendons and a tenderness located in the shoulder joint with a dull character especially with the overhead reaching reaching behind the back lifting sleeping on the affected side more prevalent in the elevation of the shoulder and abduction unable to reach higher than 90 degrees abduction anti-flexion of the upper arm the ADL can, be, can cause a quite a bit of pain. The pain is not uh, sudden but will gradually increase and is been there for some time. Associated with the pain is the growing weakness of your shoulder and inability to move. There could be also a local swelling. What is the differential diagnosis? Diagnosis include the adhesive. Capsulitis or a frozen shoulder, biceps rupture, bicepital tendinopathy, cervical disc disease, cervical spondylosis, cervical sprain and strain, complex regional pain syndromes, uh, osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, shoulder pain in hemiplegia, thoracic outlet syndrome. Thank you.